Could you use a quick tip daily? How about a tip that can impact your day? My name is Rafael. Join me as I bring you tips by experts around the world. These experts have shared their knowledge and wisdom with me and will directly share them with you. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, and comment, and I would love for you to become part of the New Tip Daily community. Good morning. I am super excited to be here with you today. I have a great, great guest coming on, Dr. Nick Nolan. He is going to share some incredible stuff with us. Let me bring him on. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. By the way, I want, I want to let you know that this is episode number 100, and you are helping me celebrate it. So thank you. Wonderful. I'm glad to be here. Yes, Absolutely. sir. Big one hundred. Mm -hmm. It's it's incredible when when we can do something and we enjoy it and it's it doesn't feel like work, right? That's absolutely true. <laughs> so you have an amazing tip for us, and I know that we're going to talk about GERD. What is that, GERD? So GERD is uh, acronym. It stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. So essentially, acid reflux, what everybody knows it as. People, you know, they eat something and they, they feel it coming back up into their throat. And, and it's very, very difficult to deal with, especially people that have issues long term with it. And it can be very almost debilitating. It can lead to uh, a condition called Barrett's esophagus. And if it progresses beyond that, esophageal cancer can actually manifest from having that acid just sort of beat against the, uh, the esophageal lining for so long. Mm. So how do we, how do we do this? Do, is it a particular food? Is it spicy? Is it something? How does that come about? Well, nine times out of 10, and this is something that is often missed in the typical allopathic medical model, or it's not really addressed because we've gotten in the habit of chasing symptoms and providing symptomatic treatment for different conditions, is most often than not, it's a dysregulation of the autonomic nervous system. So the autonomic portion of your nervous system is what regulates all of the things that you don't voluntarily control, like heart rate, uh, most of the digestive functions, everything that keeps your body in a state of rest and digest is an aspect of the autonomic nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system. Mm. And that's what keeps you cool, resting, digesting, and in a state of healing. Now, the other end of that is the sympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, and that's your fight or flight state. That's whenever you trigger all of your epinephrine and your adrenals and you, you're ready to lift the car off of your child whenever there's a wreck. And it's not a very, it's, it's wonderful for when you need to use it, but it's not conducive to healing. And so in our everyday lifestyle, in our culture, we are much more sympathetic. We have much higher sympathetic tone than we did in centuries past. We're always, we, we hardly even sit down to eat a lot in our culture. So we're, we're just on the move all the time. And what that ends up leading to is a 
slowing of digestive function. And whenever you have acid reflux, most of the time what's happening is that the parietal cells in your stomach are not secreting enough hydrochloric acid or stomach acid. Mm. And that's because they're just at a resting sympathetic state. And so the traditional methods for treating this are antacids, which actually long-term further inhibit gastric acid secretion and make the problem worse. Oh, so people think they have acid coming up into their throat and they're like, man, I got to get rid of this. So we're just going to take something that gets rid of all the acid. But really when you're doing that, you're, you're compounding the problem. Mm. That's, that's not good. Or they'll give you a proton pump inhibitor or something like that. And in, in the functional medicine world, they understand this and they, they see that and they're like, well, okay, what we really need to do is we need to give people digestive enzymes and we need to give them like some supplemental hydrochloric acid so it can actually help break the food down so it's mm. not sitting in the gut and fermenting and then coming back up into the throat. And that's a much better way to go about it, but it's still not a long-term solution because you're just, you're taking acid that your body's not secreting, but what we really need to do is we need to get the nervous system in balance. So mm -hmm. it produces enough hydrochloric acid and we can actually digest our food and not have these issues. And this is a, something that's interesting to me because before we went on camera, you were talking about how you had some issues with reflux and what, what was it again that you said that you did as a solution? Uh, well, first I went to ear, nose and throat doctor. Yeah. He put this thing, and I thought I was going to go through my mouth. No, he put it through my nose, yeah. the scope. And it goes, and it's so uncomfortable. It goes down your nose, down your throat, and it's like, oh, God. And then he's, he obviously he was looking to see what the problem was. And he said, I have acid, acid reflux, but it was not your typical one. It was the one that goes, the acid goes behind my throat, and it sits there. And that's why I had this burning sensation. My, my, I was getting swollen. And so all this problem. So he said, take these pills for 30 days and I'll see you in 30 days. And I, I told you, I do not like pills. I don't take pills. I, I really don't. So, you know, this is why I work out every day. This is why I eat healthy. Um, maybe it's because I, I'm Colombian and I like spicy food. Um, you know, I drink my coffee. He's like, no more coffee. You have to sleep on a, on a pillow, you know, double pillow. So my neck's going to be cranked like this. All, all these different things. I'm like, why am I changing my whole lifestyle? I can't do that. I'm not going to live this way. Taking pills. No good. I said, so what am I going to do? I said, I remember when I was a kid. Anytime that my throat used to hurt, my mom or my dad would tell me, hot water with salt, really hot water and gargle. I was like, you know, I'm going to do that. And I did it. And then I felt like some relief. And then I would, you know, I would want to spit up my, almost like I'm trying to make myself throw up. And I would get this phlegm coming out. I was like, huh, I think I found my solution. So then it, it it sounded like I was like coughing up and it, it was, I'll be honest, it sounded gross, but I was getting relief and I stopped taking the pills. I did take them for a week because it was so, my throat was swollen. It was hard to swallow. This whole nonsense was going on because the acid was coming into my throat. And 
I, after doing it for like a week, I was like, you know what? I'm not taking these pills. No way. So I went with that. And that's over a year and a half ago. And every so often, what I'll do, I'll still gargle with hot water. No salt anymore. But And then I, have, I don't take pills. I don't have acid reflux. I can drink all the coffee and I can have as spicy food as I like. And I'm okay. That's a, that's a phenomenal story because uh, mm. what we're about to talk about is, is why that, that works and how mm. these solutions are much better than some of these pills and, and potentially pills that make things even worse, like we talked about at the beginning. Right. So there's a nerve in your body called the vagus nerve. It's one of the cranial nerves. It's the longest nerve in the body. And it's what actually regulates uh, your rest and digest, fight or, fight or flight, calming aspect of the nervous system. And so it regulates like most of your digestion. And so whenever you have a low vagal tone, as we call it in, in functional neurology, what happens is you lose tone of the lower esophageal sphincter right there. So it opens and the acid gets back up and it, it will sit there behind the throat. Mm -hmm. And it'll also, you'll stop producing stomach acid from the parietal cells. So you won't be able to break the food down. So, you can stimulate the vagus nerve a number of ways. One of them is gargling. Whenever you gargle water for 30 seconds, the deeper the gargle in the back of your throat, the more stimulating it will be. It actually tonifies and gives, promotes a greater tonicity of that vagal nerve. And so it, when you increase the tone of the vagus nerve, you increase the function of everything that it innervates. So the, the sphincter, the lower esophageal sphincter will become tight and strong and your stomach will start producing stomach acid again. Mm. The, and so the vagus nerve is sort of like the, the key to dealing with a lot of this stuff. There's other things you can do too. Another way you can do it is when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, if you sort of reach back and sort of stimulate the gag reflex a little bit, that does the same thing. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and it'll actually fix the problem at the root cause. So you're not taking one antacids, which will make the problem worse or hydrochloric acid and digestive enzymes, which are on the right track, but they're still not a long-term solution. And there aren't that many people out there that look at things from this angle, but it really is the, the nervous system regulates everything. So if mm -hmm. we can get the nervous system on track, then, then most, most health outcomes will be ideal. So Dr. Nick, let me ask you, is it different if I used, because I did hot water, would cold water have worked the same or is, is that I figured hot water would like really heat things up. That's just my thought, you yeah. know, because that's what my parents used to tell me. Well, this is a, you can actually, um, it, it'll make them a, a, not a pronounced difference, but one thing that it will do is you have, you have two vagus nerves. Everything in the body is uh, replicated on one side and on the other. So you have one vagus nerve coming down on the left. It, it uh, has nuclei in the brainstem and the one on the right. And they kind of are regulated by one hemisphere of the brain and the other one's regulated by the other. And so if you use um, hot or cold water, or if whenever you're trying to, if you stimulate the gag reflex, you stimulate one side more than the other, what you'll actually do is you can promote greater network activity in one hemisphere of the brain versus the other. And that, uh, that is really only something to consider if you're trying to deal with more complex issues and trying to activate more than just um, 
a situation where you're trying to get rid of somebody's reflex. Like if they have other things going on, we, you get more targeted with the way that you uh, want to stimulate different receptors and do different things in the brain. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so I, I personally um, like to use whatever water I'm brushing my teeth with just because it, uh, it makes a, uh, it makes it like a one less step. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, for me, it, it, and like I said, I don't like taking pills. I don't take anything. Even, you know, I've had knee surgeries and, you know, they, they tried giving me painkillers and I was like, that's a pill, right? I don't want it. I'll deal with the pain. The pain means I'm alive. I'm good with that. I'll deal with the pain better than than taking pills to to yes it's going to make me maybe feel better but I I'm I I understand habits you know I've almost made myself like a little habit master so I I can control things and for me and the crazy thing is so even every day I go well, what shoe did I put on yesterday I want to put on a different shoe I don't want to create a habit out of it so I'm always aware of everything I do so even, it's funny because I knew we were going to talk about this this morning. I gargled this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, and, you know, I got some phlegm out because, you know, I do a lot of talking. I, I do a lot of shows. I, I'm, on, I'm hosting shows, but I'm also a guest on a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. I do public speaking, this whole thing. So for me to have that clarity, right, that clear passageway is critical. Because I don't want to be choking up on a stage, right? Mm. Every day I'm talking, every day. And somebody says, man, you just like to talk. I'm like, it's a beautiful thing. But I, I don't want to just talk for no reason. I want to talk with a purpose, right? So I have intent on what I'm saying, when I'm saying it, and who I'm saying it to. So for me, that was ultra important to have this cleared up. Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I can speak a little bit on this too, because one, that's immensely important what you're talking about, about being conscious of habit formation with everything. And really with the, the pain pills, all growth comes through dealing with the adversities in your life and putting yourself voluntarily into that situation and responding to it as the person that you want to be at the other end of the situation. So then when you go into your next expansion phase, whenever you're dealing with this adversity and contraction, you're, it springboards you to, to your highest level that you can be at. And that, that only comes from, from dealing with things as they happen and not trying to take shortcuts and not trying to, to uh, reminds me of this movie with uh, Adam Sandler called click where he, he had this remote control and he could just like skip through parts of his life. He didn't want to, to deal with. No, that's... <laughs> and then it, it became a huge, it became a huge problem for him at the end. It was a, the plot was, was pretty good in that regard, but yeah, it, it's so important. It's so important to have a daily program that you get in alignment and get at your highest frequency and be, mm -hmm. become consciously congruent with your own conscience and being able to be there for everybody else in your life in the way that you would want to show, you would want them to show up for you. Like, so I completely get everything that you're saying falls in line with that. But it, the reflex thing I can totally identify with because I, uh, I had the worst reflex growing up and I had a hiatal hernia and I had, mm. you know, I had H. pylori, like all this stuff in the gut that was going on with me. 
Mm-hmm. And it was, it got to the point to where like I was having trouble swallowing and I couldn't speak really to people at all. And I, and it, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything like this without having many, many, many times where I would have to, you know, stop entirely for like 10 to 15 seconds at a time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I, yeah, so I, I have a lot of personal um, experience with what you're talking about there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, I know you and I, we're going to have another show. Where we're going to dive deep into why you went into medicine and, and all these different things and, and, you know, your passion for what you do and, and the fact that you do functional medicine. And, you know, because I did go to a doctor, a very high acclaimed doctor in, here in New York. And, you know, and everybody's like, yeah, you got to listen to this guy. He knows his thing. I said, well, yeah, I know my body. That's yeah. the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you have so to... talking about talking about New York, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you for a quick second, if you don't mind. I just want to share everybody. We are gonna have this incredible event in New York, and I think that Dr. Nicholas is gonna be there with us. Let's take a quick look. Heroes Rising Apex is the highly anticipated business event of the year. This gathering of industry leaders, entrepreneurs, authors, and visionaries promises to be a game-changing experience that will inspire, educate, and provide networking opportunities. Get ready to immerse yourself in a world of innovation, strategy, and collaboration as we embark on an unforgettable journey of learning, growth, and success. Join us in New York on July 14th through the 16th. Go to heroesrisingapex.com for tickets. I got to tell you, I'm super excited about that event. Yeah, I know. I You got me excited before I even looked at the looked at the information. Just you talking about it, I was excited about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, f- for anybody who is listening, anybody who's even going to watch the replay, I think everything that you are talking about is so critically important because a lot of people don't understand the difference between regular medicine and I guess functional medicine, right? Would you mind uh, just giving us a quick tip on on how we can find out? Because you're in Austin, Texas, and I know that anybody in, in Texas should like get in their big Cadillac. I'm just kidding, right? In the old days, everybody in Texas had a big Cadillac with the horns in the front, yeah. but I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anybody in Texas should definitely look you up because, you know, you are a doctor who truly, truly cares for his patients. And to me, that's, that's huge. Because, you know, I've seen doctors where they actually just come in and go, how are you doing? Oh, okay, okay, thanks, bye. Like, whoa, what happened here? The doctor that I have now, she takes care. I go for a daily a, a checkup and it's an hour and a half. You know, it's it's a good she's asking me questions. She's she wants to know how I'm doing, what's my my diet like, what you know, what's my functions, what what am I doing on a daily basis? She's how are you feeling, all the how are you sleeping. So she gets into everything. And for me, I realized that going to a regular doctor is fine but if they don't give you the time then maybe you're at the wrong place what are your thoughts yeah if if they don't give you the time then you're 
you're definitely not in the right place. And I don't want to speak too much to, you know, their personal, you know, in, inadequacies or anything like that. A lot of it is just the regular medical model and the way that the healthcare system is right. sort of built up. It's kind of, they sort of, you learn a system and a way of doing things and then it's promoted by, by, you know, insurance companies, have insurance. Insurance, you know, where you build all the, the whole deal. But yeah, it's, um, it, if they can't take the time, it's not going to be as beneficial for you. It might not be beneficial for you at all because the sort of um, carbon cutout sort of uh, almost algorithmic thing they're going to be looking at to determine based off your symptoms what you have is not going to be, in my experience, adequate enough to actually figure out what the problem is. And I would say that in traditional allopathic or Western medicine versus a functional medicine model, the biggest difference is that when you go see a specialist in a Western uh, medical model, you go see a gastroenterologist and you have certain issues, they're going to look at the gut function only and their scope of expertise becomes limited to looking at the gastrointestinal system. Mm. And really all of the systems of the body um, interact with each other. And the root cause many times is some kind of environmental stressor or a different system in the body. A lot of times, you know, I might be biased, but since the nervous system regulates everything, a lot of times it comes back to the nervous system. <laughs> and right. uh, so the difference is that functional medicine, they look at the way all the systems of the body interact together, which requires a lot more relationships to look at. So it's, it veers a lot of people away from going into that field because it's a whole lot of information to sort of like take and be like, Hey, this works with this and that works with that. Mm. And then functional neurology is sort of like the next step in that in understanding to an intricate detail, how the nervous system regulates all of those interactions and those relationships that in the functional medicine model, mm. they, uh, they've, they've grown to, to understand and create treatments for, or within wow. that. I'm sorry. That was kind of vague. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, you know, I, I get it because, and like you said, there, there's a lot more that has to be studied right it's not just yeah i get it you, you know and and i've spoken with a lot of doctors and on this topic as well and i understand there's more studying that you have to do there's a lot more that goes into functional fitness right i mean and functional fitness functional medicine as well right? yeah that's a huge piece of it too is I and mean, that's one thing that they don't look at in the medical model the traditional medical model a bunch of dollars you know, fitness level and, you know, how much physical activity are you getting? Because that's a huge part of having healthy sensory input to the nervous system. So your brain can actually regulate everything and do everything in a proper way. And that's, that's really not looked at lifestyle, dietary decisions, um, um, exercise are not considered to that degree within the regular model either. So functional fitness, functional medicine, it, it almost all sorts to blend into one field because it's, mm. this is, is, medically important <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so and, and you know when we're talking about you know acid reflux why is it that when i went to see this particular doctor ear nose and throat he said no more coffee i'm colombian <laughs> no more coffee no no, no, not, he didn't talk about sweets, but he talked about spicy foods. Is it because uh, the acid in the coffee, the acid in the spicy foods? 
Yeah, the acidic content, it's kind of a blanket term to just say spicy foods, but, you know, mm. a lot of different, you know, peppers and things like that have high, you know, like acid content. And also with, with caffeine, caffeine acts sort of as a central nervous system agonist. So it can take your body and make you a little more sympathetically aroused, make you, your heart rate go up a little bit. Mm. But if you have a proper vagal tone, you can handle the effects of coffee and it's not going to make your reflex any worse. So it's really about strengthening the thing that's the issue versus avoiding things that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So many tips here. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I love it. You know, I, I'm so thrilled that you took the time out and, and, you know, I know how busy you are and I appreciate your time for coming on on new tip daily and sharing this tip with us. Um, especially coming on my hundredth episode and uh, talking about something that was uh, going to have me on pills. But, you know, I, I took um, it, I took the measures into my own hand. A lot of things we can't take medically into our own hands. We truly need a specialist, right? Yeah, there are definitely conditions. Uh, there are a lot of conditions that can be reversed just by lifestyle decisions. You know, like the ones that get everybody in the long term, like mm -hmm. late cardiovascular disease, stroke, all of that can be avoided with diet, life, lifestyle, dietary choices. Hypertension is another big and high blood pressure. These mm. are all the things that long-term take people down and like on average more than other things. Obesity, mm. like right. diabetes, type two diabetes. These are all things that can be fixed and they're the biggest issues, especially in American culture. Um, but yeah, there are definitely things that you need to see a specialist for. In, in my realm, a lot of that comes down to, um, I work a lot with spinal cord injury, traumatic brain injury, um, neurodevelopmental delays for children that are autism spectrum and things like that, mm. which is a whole other field because in the mm -hmm. regular medical model, they don't, if you ask anybody what's actually going on inside the brain of, of some of these kids that there's, you won't really get an answer. And, and it's, it's a very clear pattern and they're very clear gastrointestinal issues that go with it and different um, metabolic issues, methylation issues, things that go with it that are very clear. And a lot of good can be done within um, the a functional neurological model for those things that mm. isn't really provided by a lot of the behavioral therapies out there. Yeah. So it's just, there's a whole untapped world of what is able to be treated whenever you look at things through a functional model that you just can't get to with a, something that relies primarily on drugs and surgery. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, in neurology, medical neurology, it's almost like if, if you run an MRI and you don't see a lesion or a tumor somewhere, like they don't really have very much of an answer for you. They don't really look at the way the, the networks work together and, you know, where's, right, right. um, but yeah, so there's, and of course just general things like the, the Western medical model is great at, like if you have, you know, if you get your leg cut off or you get in a car accident, or if you have, you know, metastatic cancer of some kind, there's nutritional therapies that are actually very helpful in those things as well within our model. But, you know, like you, you need, you, you're not going to be able to, with your lifestyle decisions, most often be able to take care of that. You might be able to tourniquet your leg off. So it's not bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you have to know how to do a good tourniquet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as well. 
you know, I, I want to thank you again. And, and um, you know, great, great stuff. I can't wait to, um, you know, have you on some of my other shows because, my gosh, you are just a wealth of knowledge and, and, and you're a fun person um, and, and you bring life to to what we think of a doctor. Sometimes we think of him like, you know, if you think of a neurosurgeon, he's like, oh, sorry. So like stuffy and stuff like that. But I, and I know I have, I have patients, not patients, but I have um, clients of mine who are doctors as well. And man, down to earth, super, super nice, super caring. Because when we think about medicine, it should be about the caring factor, right? Yeah, I think it should be about the caring and about the teaching. I think that's lost. Most medical professionals don't educate people on what's actually going on with them. And they're all they're doing is is taking prescriptions or I think that doctor as teacher is a huge thing that it needs to needs to come back that I haven't seen in my lifetime be part of our culture. And then of course care for the, the individual patient. Mm. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Well, thank you again for being here. I truly appreciate you. Uh, everybody listening, do me a favor. Follow my good friend. Here's, here's his neurodrivenperformance.com. Go follow him there. Uh, come to New York. Join us at heroesrisingapex.com um, to get your tickets there. And then I just want to ask you to subscribe, like, share with this with your friends, your family. This episode, I know, can definitely help someone understand the difference with acid reflux. And there's, we didn't really get down to the nitty gritty, but this is where you would contact my good friend, Dr. Nick, and maybe pick his brain a little bit. And do you, do you help people outside of Texas? Yes, actually, a, a large, uh, <laughs> a, large yeah, a large portion of my, my patient base is actually out of state and international. So most mm. of the time I do virtual consults and then we'll decide if a home care program is OK or if they want to come in and work with me for a one week or two week intensive, depending on the condition. And that's uh, something I'm, I'm very familiar with. And I, I, I greatly enjoy working with everyone everywhere. That's awesome. I'm just putting my lights on because <laughs> um, they, uh, for some reason, go off. And I think I'm getting them back. They're going, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Uh, there I am. Back to being lit. Uh, I, I didn't realize I had them on a timer. And I use everything on my phone. So I, I, I've organized everything pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but when we think about the, the fact that you can help people outside of your state, that's incredible, right? Thank God for the internet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot that you can do. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. I, I don't want anybody to be able to come off being cut off from being able to, uh, to get the help that they're seeking. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, my friend, I look forward to, uh, chatting again and, and having a deeper conversation have yourself an exceptional exceptional day because you my friend are making a difference in, in the world so i appreciate you i appreciate you too thank you for having yeah. me on you gotta talk soon okay you can hang on but i'm gonna we're gonna say goodbye to everybody
Okay.